so I, so I don't know. Uh, this sounds much louder when I talk into it in the headphones. I just started yeah. recording. I don't think I can hear. Okay, cool. I don't right. think I can hear any of the outside sounds. All right, that. cool. But, you know, these, these Apple headphones suck, so I, <laughs> I can hear the outside sounds regardless. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. This is probably the most special episode we've ever had. We're sitting at a bar in uh, Newport, New Jersey. Uh, we just went to New York Comic Con. This is that live episode I was promising everybody. If you hear some background noises, it's because it's on location. We didn't have anywhere else to record. But I'm here with Patrick Garrity. He's back. Hey, what's up, guys? And our producer and gracious host of AgeOfTheNerd.com, Sean. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Excited I'm about Comic Con. Oh, man, I'm fucking stoked to have you on the podcast, dude. I'm happy to like happy to be on. It's tight because like we never record remotely, so like this is like the only chance we've gotten so far. I know you've never even yeah, been on before. Right. I know. Huh. Yeah. Everybody's looking at us as they walk by the patio because <laughs> we got microphones in our hands. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, we don't have a lot of time, guys. This is going to be a very short episode. Um, I guess I don't need to shout out to Age of the Nerd because Sean's here. But as always, this is on ageofthenerd.com. Uh, we're on iTunes now. That's fucking cool, right? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's please, awesome. please, Real please subscribe. Uh, I'll post the link all over social media. Um, I guess the nerd news will stick to just the two things that I read on the internet, and then we'll talk about what the coolest part of the Comic Cons was. Cool. Um, Ant Man Two was announced. And, oh uh, wait, but they don't know if Paul Rudd's coming back. According <laughs> to the, the New York Metro, <laughs> the New York Metro TV said. Ant-Man 2 announced, not sure if stars will return. Yeah, it's such a bad title of the movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I thought Ant-Man. you meant Ant-Man 2, the <laughs> will the stars return? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Ant-Man and the Wasp title. No? Like, How no. come? It just, it sounds so forced, like, it's just like, hey, look, we're diversifying, like, we have another, like, female character, like, and we're going to put her in the title, right, right away. Like, what would you want them to call it? Some other subtitle, like not some other subtitle, not like just like go one, Ant Man two, and the Wasp, <laughs> and, yeah, exactly, or, or just leave it there. Ant Man two with the Wasp, you know that one girl from the first movie. <laughs> dot com. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it, it, like they're just trying to make sure people know that, like, that the Wasp, like, they have another like strong female character coming and everything, like, which is awesome. It's yeah, just, yeah. With, like, really force down your throat with that title. I I kind of like it. Because, like, the Wasp is a really big character in the Ant-Man universe, right? So I don't think they're just trying to do it because she's a female. I think it's, like, she is the uh, – I mean, like, come on. How many important characters are there from the Ant-Man universe, right? She's, like, the <laughs> like she she is the most important one aside from him. So they're just calling it Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'll like, admit, I, I really don't know that much about the Ant-Man canon. I, I never read the book or anything. And I only know what I learned prior to, like, the other movie coming out. Yeah. I'm assuming the Wasp um, – She's like his sidekick, right? It's it's the daughter, or yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so it's it's the daughter of the creator. I wouldn't really call her like a sidekick. She's more of like a like a co superhero. Um, okay, c- kind of like how Jean Grey is not really a sidekick to the X Men, right? She's but like a, they, they kind of set that up at the end of the last movie, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's not real canon. It's like Hank Pym is Ant Man, and in this movie, he like gives yeah, Paul yeah. Rudd. Well, Steve Lang's been Hank Man, like or Ant Man as well. No, I know, but, but I don't think that the Wasp is Hank Pym's daughter. Gotcha. In the canon. They just changed that for Marvel purposes. Makes sense. Uh, But I think Evangeline Lilly could do a great job. She's a great actress. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, I think the Wasp costume looked fucking cool as shit, so to see her in it would be rad. But, like, how many Ant-Man villains are there besides, like, the Yellow Jacket, which they already had? Like, I, I with all my vast comic book knowledge, I, I don't fucking know who else he could fight. I have no idea who the villains of Ant-Man are. Yellow Jacket. That like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. The Anteaters. <laughs> <laughs> They just fucking have a giant anteater. <laughs> it, it, it turns into like a kaiju movie and there's just a big anteater. <laughs> that would be funny as shit. Okay, moving on. Uh, just because we're pressed on time. J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to have... Oh, man, are they fucking jackhammering again? Uh, shit got loud. Hopefully you guys don't hear this jackhammering as Oh, loud no, it wasn't a jackhammer. It was just a giant cement truck. That I could hear from way far back. I don't know. They were doing something that over there. Jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes again. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, J.J. Abrams is going to have final say and final cut on episode seven. So cool. Yeah, like, it's fucking awesome. Like, the studios can't fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, you, I don't fuck with you. Like I wouldn't put it past him to try, but that's great that he was able to negotiate that. Yeah, he, like, that's almost unheard of for a franchise that big. Like, Joss Whedon didn't get final cut for Ultron after how good Avengers was like if something like 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 huge movies like that that just doesn't happen and like Abrams was able to fucking swing like hey what I say at the end of this movie is fucking that is fucking fantastic like that is like on a lot of like a lot of like my favorite directors like you know like usually will comp like don't want to sacrifice like creative control and stuff like that so it's awesome to see it on such like a big production like you're saying like fucking Star Wars like I don't know that's awesome yeah no it's like and, like, I, I trust him more than I trust, like, the money-grubbing people oh, at course. Disney. The people who don't know Jack. movies and art and they just yeah. know dollar signs, which Disney and Marvel are very, very good at. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm really excited, and that news makes me more excited for the movie. But I am fearful that I'm too excited or, like, I, I'm psyching it up too much. And I have to remind myself that no matter what happens, it's not going to be better than the original trilogy. But you can just hope for it being good enough and better than the prequels. I mean, you say that now, but what if you watch it and it's like the best fucking movie you've ever seen in your life? But will it really beat your nostalgic, like, childhood love of... I know your favorite is Return of the Jedi. Mine's (laughs) Empire Strikes Back. Empire. Yeah. 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 Empire all the way. And and then... No, of course, of course you can't... Obviously, like, classic. Yeah. Of course you can't say, like, oh, it's going to be better than the originals, but, like, like, what if, man? No, but as long as it's it's a good movie and it beats the prequels and I don't have complaints about it, I would be fucking thrilled. Dude, like, and the production of it has been so cool, like how it's like been so like under wraps and like very, like they've controlled like every aspect, like nothing's like really like leaked or anything like I know, that. I'm super like, sad about that. Dude, it's so <laughs> crazy, like and the, how they like really built everything and stuff like that. Like yeah. I mean like the news the way they controlled it and like let it out, like it is shooting on film. Yeah, and the like, BB eight droid is not a fucking CGI piece of shit like Jar Jar. Hello, did like you a, did you uh, yeah, hear that thing yeah. recently that the BB eight droid that they showed at I don't think it was D was it D23 that uh, they no, showed I think it, it was at WonderCon WonderCon um, the one that they rolled out on the stage the first time is not actually ever used in the movie well yeah so what I think what you were yeah they they I think I read the same thing it, it was like they had different BB-8 droids for like each location they yeah, shot they at yeah they had versions that had wheels on it they had yeah. with CGI they had different versions to use for different situations like in the so sand it obviously some, had wheels like some CG for that robot, but the fact that they built one practically, even after the fact, is just incredible. And now they've yeah, got like oh my God. little toys. You the Sphero toys? Like, that's yeah, they're crazy. Insane. 
Mackenzie's parents have one, and like, straight up, dude, it just, it's kind of like a Roomba. It just goes around the house on its own, and it hits things, and it remembers that that's there, oh, and then okay. it won't run into it again. It's Man. crazy. Dude, so I'm you can just fuck with your Sphero by like moving your furniture every day. <laughs> trying to get one really bad to fuck with my cat like in the winter time. Like, <laughs> he's so obnoxious, so just like chase the cat around the house that with it. That would be fucking funny, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so that's the news. Uh, on to uh, New York Comic Con. <laughs> uh, this is not your first time to New York Comic Con. No, this was no. my third New York Comic Con. It is my first time, though. It is also my first time. Uh, Pat and I have been going to San Diego Comic Con for like 11 years, and uh, this is our first time not only to the Comic Con, but to New York in general. Um, yeah. Are you not just like blown the fuck away i'm impressed i didn't i had heard you know it's new york you hear so much stuff and then you really don't know what to expect but it beat all my expectations everyone was amazing in the city yeah um outside of the comic-con in general it's just the city is incredible angry new yorker nah it doesn't exist every single person we met was fucking nice well yeah. that guy last night was angry but then once we met him he was <laughs> nice as fuck like yeah. oh yeah i got uh, the, i mean the firefighters like were cool as shit yeah, they yeah. were we Real were, fun to hang out with. The first night, I think I told Joel, we were in Williamsburg, and I just felt like uh, the amount of people that were walking around and like going to little pubs and walking their dogs and stuff, there was more of a sense of community in yeah. Williamsburg than I've ever felt in L.A. Like, oh, yeah. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. Nobody walks in L.A. <laughs> either because you drive to where you're going, you park, and you go in. And you ignore and you everybody on the way. You don't ever see strangers. Like. Yeah, I mean, you might flip someone off on the freeway, but that's pretty yeah, much that's all. It. Yeah, that, that's the only extent you so have. So, like, even outside of the con element, it was incredible to, like, walk the city and drink with the locals. and Yeah, and Comic-Con itself, New York Comic-Con, man, just, I mean, you've been to San Diego, too, man. Right. It's, it's fucking enormous. The Javits Center is oh, huge. Yeah. Such a different layout, like, especially doing, like, press stuff. Like, yeah, it, man. I mean, running back and forth and... San Diego is awesome and everything, yeah. but it's cool how like New York's just so tall and up. It's like, San Diego, you have to go to like oh, you got to go to the Hilton Bayfront yeah. or yeah. all these other places to go. Like like everything Adult Swim is is in a different building. Well, they like, did have that for the Black Sales thing. It was all the way up in Midtown. There was yeah. a few things. Uh, Ash vs Evil Dead pit, like was off like, was the, the Hammerstein Ballroom, ballroom yeah. and that was fucking awesome. We missed like, out on on all premiered the, the episode stuff. there. Yeah. That was probably my favorite thing at the New York Comic Con, seeing the uh, Astros Evil Dead world premiere. Fuck you! But <laughs> knowing that the city itself didn't really uh, do what San Diego does, like the gas lamp gets taken over, right? Like the way that and, all participates. And that New York didn't do that. Like the Javits. I always want to call it the Jarvis Center. <laughs> I know um, because of Iron Man. The Javits yeah. Center is incredibly huge. Like, yeah, no, it's fucking enormous, and, and, man. It's and crazy. Artist Alley alone, I I thought they they really did a lot better for artists at New York because in San Diego they stick them at the ass end of the it's of the hall, like, and it's tiny. It's three or four or five rows of tables for artists, and no joke, viewers. Uh, New York Comic Con has pretty much an entire hall for artists out. Yeah, they had like, their just own the whole show ballroom floor 20 but just full of artists. It's like, their own area it's and crazy. it's just aisles of artists I, and it's I not it. and it's not just like like artists you've never heard of. Like we got to talk to oh uh, the artist Nick uh, Nick from uh, Nick East of West oh and like, he he no one was at his booth and we just walked up and talked to him for like 10 15 minutes. He gave us his card. He was a great, uh, great dude. I like, died inside. I didn't think that I would be able to talk to someone like that that casually yeah. at comp, like and that Jim, easily. And fucking Jim Zub that does uh, like skull kickers. Like we just met people, man. And it, you know what? To be honest, it's cool that like probably the coolest thing was that uh, that I got to host for Con TV while while 
I was out there. So like the people that I got to meet, like Sean Bean and the cast of From Dust Till Dawn and like the cast of Mr. Robot, like it was just so, like I've I've had many phenomenal experiences at San Diego Comic Con, but nothing this cool. Yeah, having doing like press and going back there and doing all those things was it was a very very different con experience but it was like we got to be the cool kids at the con to like go back there and like (laughs) like interview and shoot like these interviews with celebrities and and like just get the behind the scenes look and i was like man you know like like, we love the con scene so doing all that running back and forth like which do you prefer that you like just coming on your own leisurely time and like i kind of like i was exhausted every day at the end of the day it was like man i've been carrying a camera around all day like i'm fucking tired but we got sunday to just like do the floor so i think it was like the perfect mix because you really only need a day to do i think i would have to i think i would have to split my cons up i think i think i'm gonna stick I don't think I want to do... Well, here's the thing. If I keep working with Con TV, we can't do the show for Comic-Con because they're with Wizard World. Right. So (laughs) they're not not allowed there. (laughs) So I really think... I just have to split my cons up. I think I have to have Dude, my press leisure at San cons. Diego is so tight, though. Like, yeah, but I gotta have my leisure yeah. cons. See, I, and I gotta do, have my work cons. I want to like, do press at San Diego, but I want to like, um, want to split it up a little you bit. Sacrifice have, so have, much. Have like, like a day to, to do. Like Sunday is a perfect day because almost nothing happens on Sunday. But like that's the day to just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right. And like. Well, like, you're talking about, too, like, the layout of the... Guys, hang on. These two kids over here were just so impressed with what we were doing. They, like, <laughs> made their dad in, the, in a suit stop so they could, like, look at us podcasting. Dad in a suit. <laughs> it's not that impressive. It made things. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hey, guys, we're just we're just on the internet. We're just talking we're not phallic objects. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I honestly think you, gotta, you have to split it up. If I had to do what we did at... This con, every con I went to, I would be burnt out in like a second, dude. You but think then so? you keep getting yeah. that like high Even of like meeting celebrities days. and stuff like that. Like every time you get that rush, though, like when it's like somebody you do want to interview and I don't stuff get like that. that. Rush. See, I, it, oh, I I get so nervous. Yeah, I get and like I have I to be on camera. Out. You don't. Well, it's yeah, so that's the thing. I fan out like when it's like people that there's some that I you know also don't care as much about certain shows that we you know. There uh, are a few people like when when we found out that we were going to be doing um, what what is don't it? Don't bring uh, it up. I feel so bad, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like we were gonna get to do Robert Rodriguez, yeah. But but like only oh, the cast for uh, it's a. I, I keep I'm from dust till dawn. That's it. I'm blanking on names all the time. And like they they told us like the production team told us like Robert Rodriguez, and I like got so giddy, and they like were teasing me because like that doesn't happen to me. And then we showed up, and it was like just the cast there, and all of a sudden I was just like, in their ah, defense, that it. cast was no, the cast was probably great. one of the funner, and they were. They're great to work with. They were like totally chill, but he wasn't like there, and it was kind of like, damn it! Like the and then I did like if I got to meet Kevin Smith, like you guys met Kevin Smith, like I would have lost my shit. But well, that's what he's talking about, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, like, you love Kevin Smith, like fanning out, yeah. and like it does, like it is disappointing when like because Rodriguez out of that whole like all the people, like I feel it's very difficult for like the press to do those rooms, like or I mean the. Uh, actors to do those rooms because like the stuff that they talk about like like it's just like the questions they get asked so, like how is your character going to develop this season it's like not that interesting as shit it's yeah. really bland well, that's what I've so learned. you'd rather talk to executive producers or directors like people showrunners showrunners yeah. anyone that's doing the behind the scenes shit like well, again I like Galen Hurd was awesome I like, learned very quick hosting for Con TV that like and, and like I 
I had to learn quick because this was like one of my first hosting jobs on on camera. He's hosted tons of times before Con TV. If you're listening, to <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like on camera live, like this was one of like the first things I've done, and I had to learn very quickly that like, yeah, those kind of questions, like, oh, tell me what your character did. like that shit sucks, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like the cast from 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 Dust Till Dawn was one of the best interviews we did because I didn't really ask about their characters at all. I was just like, hey. Well, what's it like working on a show where you get to fucking murder people? Like, yeah. just, just ask, like, and, like, they got so much more comfortable when I didn't do the cookie cutter, tell me about the shit. Like, right. I, like I, I brought that approach of, like, hey, how cool is it to fucking murder someone on screen? And then they're just like, oh, man, it was so cool. I got to do this. <laughs> and, like, they geek out to you about what they got to do. Like, yeah. It was cool. I mean, they know they have a fucking cool-ass job, and a yeah. lot of those people aren't that big yet, so it's still super cool for them. Like, yeah. they're not jaded at all. I want to hear about Ash vs. the Evil Dead, man. Dude, that was such an awesome premiere. Like, um, Tell it me was, well, all the, about it. The whole, that whole event Whisper was... sweet nothings to me. <laughs> that whole event was really cool, um, just because So Kevin Smith is moderating, and you know he sets it all up and That's, everything. That's like a perfect marriage. Right oh, there. dude, it was, and then oh, so it has a good ending with that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, you know, sets it up, whatever. Then Bruce Campbell comes out, and he's just fucking such a showman. He starts talking a bit, and Sam Raimi comes out. And they have their whole shtick. He interrupts them and just like, oh, like just shut up and like play the fo- like footage. And <laughs> he's like, I bet you guys thought we we're gonna bring the San Diego footage, didn't you? Just like, no, fuck you guys. And then they're like, we're gonna show that world premiere right now. The whole fucking episode. Yeah, so man, they showed the first that's episode. So cool. I'm so jealous of you, yeah. man. It's not even funny. <laughs> so afterward, you know, Raimi comes out, like Bruce Campbell, the entire cast, yeah. uh, the new additions, Lucy Wallace. Ah, oh, so good. Um and. The Q and A opened up. Bruce Campbell like roasted some of the people. Like that dude's such a fucking man, dude. He's he is a- so awesome, man. <laughs> but at the end, Kevin Smith asks him, like he's like, so I've always heard the easiest way to get someone to say yes is to ask them publicly and publicly shame them. <laughs> it's, it's, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. So in front of this whole audience, I'd like to ask, like Groovy Bruce, would you be uh, a part of Mallrats too? And he was like, yeah, "Absolutely, like uh, fucking." We're gonna, dude. Yeah. That's that's some big news. Yeah, that was God. really exciting to like Bruce hear Bruce Campbell. Too. Exactly, man. Fuck like, I've yeah, been lo- I've been loving following like Kevin Smith's announcements of who's who's agreed <laughs> to be in Mallrats too. Oh, and he takes every, the selfies with him just yeah. holding up the two. Jeremy yeah. Lennon, everyone. Like, with everyone. Jaws, fucking yeah. Picture, like, yeah, yeah. holding up the two. Oh, like, everyone he asks is down to do it. <laughs> he dude, just hasn't got Batfleck yet. I don't think. Oh, you know he's gonna do it. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody Batfleck. I don't think anybody could say no to Kevin Smith. Like he's not like you know what I mean. Like he's not like a like a one percenter in Hollywood. But like if Kevin Smith comes up to you, he's just such like a like a like he's never been mean. He's amazing like, with the fans, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. like If he asks yeah. you to do something, you're just like he's yeah. almost more. He's like uh, he's like a personality. And, yeah. then, and then you're like, oh yeah, and he directs movies. <laughs> oh wait, it he has some true. awesome movies. Like yeah. we watched. Uh, <laughs> We fucking watched uh, Clerks 2 in the hotel room this fucking <laughs> We did, we did. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would it be if we ever got to have Kevin Smith on the podcast? Dude, you know what I've heard is that, uh, so remember when we were watching Chronicon? Uh, yeah, I do. That, <laughs> and like some random dude. Oh, got Doug asked, Benson yeah, on it? I've heard Kevin also does that. He No just, fucking way. Dude, because he's such a podcast, like pioneer he's got this modcast like the whole network i've heard he just goes on podcasts man that's just that'd like, be so cool he just likes to do it it would be really hard to talk to him like a I know. level yeah. at first but then i feel like he's such a cool guy that you'd get into it like real quick dude he was he was like every time he was my first major interview a couple years ago and uh 
he showed me like such like respect like at the round table and stuff like that like kind of in an area where people are just sniping questions yeah, yeah. and stuff like that like he saw me trying to get a question in and stopped and like he's just that kind of guy man yeah dude he was and oh. looked me in the eyes when he was talking to me and stuff like that like and just like hold up. like ah oh, dude he's such a great guy he's like, like the extreme example of like never lost touch with his roots yeah like, exactly yeah. like and always 100%. paying it forward and stuff like that yeah. like just like living by like that stuff yeah. but like let me ask you guys so without Astro's Evil Dead like that whole little situation and stuff or that whole uh Panel was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was trying to figure out like the Kevin Smith mall rats thing, like how we got onto that. But yeah, all because of Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. Talk about stuff. T- talk about the actual episode. Like, is it everything that like we've wanted? Yeah, it's like so they draw a lot from Evil Dead One and Two. Like that's like what they're like really. So it's got like mm-hmm. a sense of campiness, like that. Not just like in the story, like more like the like Sam Raimi tone of campiness for like Evil Dead, like especially the first one, yeah, which yeah. is it's awesome. It really is. Like it doesn't look. It's a lot of practical effects. CGI where they need to do CGI yeah, to like yeah, keep yeah, up television course. moving. Like when but he jumps through the fucking thing and when so, he jumps through the air and catches the chainsaw. On his oh, hand. dude! Like again, like so, like you see like that footage like in the trailer and like you get an idea of what it's gonna feel like, and they really set it up well. Like it again, it's a half an hour episode, like so it's like got a lot of comedic beats to it, but then like it's still like a horror like franchise at its heart and like yeah, yeah. they were saying this is the only way we can get like unfiltered evil dead is like a television show that yeah. will like extensive like hopefully run like have an extensive run and can like cover all sorts of fucking evil dead mythos and everything like that well so from what i've from what i've understood about it he he comes back through the portal in army of darkness and then he still works at the same store, right? Right. And then, and then, it's how now does value he... stop? Like, because it's now been bought out. Like, it's a corporate. <laughs> how does he? How? How does? How do the Evil Dead come back? Like, does he fuck with the Necrocomicon again? Because that would. It actually like, is a. Because like that would like. Come on, man! You you should have learned your lesson. There's actually like a pretty funny like reasoning behind that. That like I'd rather just wait until like you see okay. it for yourself. Right, but right, it's right. actual be, like, reveal. Some Jumanji type situation. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd rather it, like, see it. Sets it, 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 it sets it up. It sets it up pretty like, early. Release the, release the fucking. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out on Halloween, right? Yeah. So we'll oh, be at Kamikaze, awesome. so we can fucking oh, oh, yeah, that's talk cool. about it. Yeah. So what were your guys' favorite like moments, like of like the convention? Oh, like, shit, oh, man. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was like, Joel's yeah. the question asker, but I wanted to ask, like, oh, what's fault. the what's like your favorite moment of the entire con? Like, uh, I mean, re- real quick before we did that, I kind of wanted to like. So you were saying how personable like Kevin Smith was. Right. I think the most personal person I talked to the whole time. There's this show. I think it was on TNT called Agent X, and like I had never fucking heard of it in my entire life. Oh yeah, I I, I had never heard of the show, but we got this random interview just because they were in the same like press room that we were at for like this other show, and so like like the people in the room were like, hey, do you want to inter- like you should interview this guy? And I was like, uh, okay. He was like the nice like like the lead character in that show was the nicest fucking dude that I've like ever talked to. Like he he was just so willing to like be interviewed, and we talked about all kinds of shit like. He wants to be a badass, so he took the role. Like he just wants to be like a like a American James Bond, and like he was just like the nicest guy. Like we shot the shit, and then we told him that we were gonna go get drunk after the interview. Oh, he was the like, con. "Where can we get? Where can I get the beer?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, let's let's go get beer." And I honestly think if he didn't have like a handler and a producer, he would have come with us him to go get a beer. Yeah, because after the interview, when the cameras were not rolling, he he like leaned in and was like, "Hey, man, I was serious about that beer. Like, where can I get it?" Like. Yeah. If he didn't have all the people around him, I think he probably would have come with us. How many times were we walking around the con, you and I, with like a beer in each hand, and people would stop D- double us fisting, and they're like, and "Hey, like, where'd you, where'd get, you that? get that beer?" I, I got to throw a shout out to Reed Pop and New York Comic Con for like selling for beer, at, beer at the con. Yeah. Like, 
Be like, oh, you have an IPA and it's local? Uh, yes. I'll drink five of them, please. Yes, yes please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my favorite part of the con. Here's the thing. Is like you, 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 Sean, you you got to do a lot more panels um, than we did. So, like, I really just had kind of have, like, the press shit. I think probably my favorite moment was uh, I got to talk to uh, Jackson Public and Doc Hammer from the Venture Brothers. Okay. And, like, aside from the Agent X guy, they were one of the easier interviews that I got to do just because they came in suits and, like, sunglasses inside. And, like, I think they were a little tipsy. And, like, we just shot the shit about tattoos and, like, like style of the characters because, like, because – Dr. Venture's got, like, a couple billion dollars now, so he's, like, dressing up super smooth. Like, so we just, like, shot the shit about, like, we, it, like, wasn't an interview. We just talked. So, like, I'd have to say that's that's probably the coolest thing. Uh, can we talk real quick about how we were supposed to do that one together? And I then, know. Like, I'm sorry, man. And then, like, right before. The producers had to split right us up. Right before it was happening, they were like, all right, we're switching camera teams. And, like, I can't complain. Like, I got to do cool shit instead. Yeah. But I was, like. Fuck man, like I don't like I love Mr. Robot, but like I don't give a shit about Sean Bean. Like I'm sorry, uh, I don't. That's such a Boromir thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were making those jokes all weekend. So many. And I got I, go, I went off with Melanie Mack, who was fantastic to work with. Yeah, we interviewed she's uh, cool. Jennifer Morrison and like that's awesome. And like we we trolled the con floor and like she was a really cool person to be with because she's one of those people that's like recognized and everyone comes over and like. Wants to take her picture and like we just shot the shit about video games and dick all. Um, you talked about your dick. <laughs> I, I showed it to her and no, I, I, I <laughs> wow. did not. Wow, I did not. <laughs> this this got crazy. I hope she does not listen to this. <laughs> all right, favorite part of the con. Uh, see, when you were talking, I was like, "Fuck, what was my favorite part of the con?" And I was trying to trying to put a finger on it. Um, it's kind of just an overall good. Ex- I'm trying to like find like one thing. Just being in New York. For Comic Con, yeah, like it was almost the outside of the con experience. Like, I spent most of the time with like a camera in, in my hands, yeah. like, and like that kind of gives you tunnel vision into like just what you're looking at, and yeah. you almost don't sure. even hear what's going on. So, but it, it was cool to like get to be in the same room with people like Sean Bean and uh, you know Christian Slater and the rest of the cast from Mr. Robot, and we met like uh, there's that, and I'm blanking on his name like an asshole, but the the old guy from the librarian. Uh, I've always that had respect was, for him. Yeah, but he was kind of a douche. <laughs> I thought he was actually like pretty chill as far as like he's way bigger than the rest of that guy. He was reading that paper, like so like the press papers we get in the room to know like who the people are and what the show's about. He was reading that before the interview because he didn't fucking know what was happening. Yeah, uh, well, it was still interesting and like then like uh, in the bathroom for the press area, I ran into like several different people from shows that I like. Appreciate, but you're like, oh, I can't talk to you because it's the fucking bathroom. We made eye contact in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah like the it's fucking weird. I, I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> I'm not looking like, at your dick. I swear. The nerd guy who works for the NSA and Z Nation, and then there's the. Uh, it was like. Uh, oh, you mean the new guy and Franklin from Franklin and Bash? Yeah. Like he was back there, like yeah. just ran. Oh, and you know, actually getting to do the shit for um, Rocket Jump. Yeah, was cool because was I'm cool. I'm a big fan of those things. I was like, dude. I love the shit out of video game high school, and then uh, Ash, like from What You Playing Ash, like I didn't even get to talk to her. I, she was like the first person that I really wanted to like after the interview before be like, because we we you know we met, we shook hands, we talked, like we said hi. But I really wanted to be like, by the way, like I'm a huge fan of like 
this little web series you've done that you probably don't expect people to have seen. But like, I'm a big fan of. Are you kidding me? She gets so much money from YouTube for that. She expects everybody to see it. She makes so much fucking money off that show. It's not small. But it was like <laughs> low production value, and it's like old. She doesn't do it anymore. No, yeah. Now they have like a Hulu show. But like, I used to watch Ash. What you playing? And yeah. Like, so All right, that was, Sean. That was cool. Like I said, I thought Astro's Evil Dead panel was like was my takeaway. I don't usually thing? get to do as many like uh, panels, so like, and that yeah, was yeah. like I kind of like was running with that, like, because you know, also you guys first time to the East Coast, like I was excited to hear what you guys like had, like you know, it seems like you had a good time yeah. just in general. Aside being from in the New convention, York, the coolest like, part about the whole trip was just being here, man, meeting people, like the amount of free shit we've just stumbled oh, yeah, upon. Yeah. So cool. That it's, is fucking. It's awesome. been fucking awesome, man. But yeah, Getting I free drinks and. Yeah, and free it, money. <laughs> going out to drink and some manage. old dude gave me twenty bucks for liking the Rams. Oh, oh <laughs> no! You know what? No shit. Fuck! How did how did we not talk about this? We went to a bar and we drank with the cyanide, cyanide and happiness, happiness guys. And That's they, fucking and awesome. Yeah. The next day we went to their booth. They took us back behind their booth, and we both were like, "Hey, how cool do we look right now? We look way cooler than we actually are." Yeah, no, no. Like we just met. Like so, like through Con TV, we met the cyanide and happiness guys. And then we became friends with them, and then they brought us to their panel straight up. Yeah, they took us into their panel when the line was full. We just got to, like, walk into the front, and they gave us – we ended up leaving with, like, some signed uh, some signed sketches by them and shit. It was cool, yeah. Look, Sean, Sean's got to catch a train, so we're going to have to wrap up. Thank you all for listening. To Sorry one to make of you our, guys no, rush. No, not at all, man. I feel bad. Like, we want to make sure you get home on time. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to, uh, like, this special, 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 special edition of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. We gotta get Pat Sean in more on Skype soon. Seriously, we'll definitely figure out how to record remotely uh, ASAP. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. we know how to do that already, guys. But we just we'll, haven't done we'll, it yet. Yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> we just have to. But th- thank you so much for coming with us, getting us here, and just kind of like showing us fucking everything, man. Anytime. So glad you guys came, and I uh, can't wait till we can all get back up together sometime real soon. Absolutely. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. You fucking nerds. I'll see you all next week.